I'm not saying we don't talk about it. I'm just saying it doesn't matter to me. I feel like you know? you're shirking. None, none of it matters. It's a movie. It's a, it's four guys talking into an MP3. <laughs> In the grand scheme of things, none of it does matter. True. It's Dude, just I like very... where this conversation is going, man. We're going to get to some straight up absurdity. I like it. What is it? Between those five of us, like 15 years of philosophy study? Like, let's all just go deep into this. I, like... I love how you didn't major in math because you said there were five of us. That's not my fault. That's not my fault. What happens is there's four windows and then one in the front. And so I was like, and I forgot that that's one guy talking. That's all right. Technology! Two of these windows are you, Nick. There's roughly five of us. Good morning, Mitsus. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 242. We have now done as many episodes as the total number of power stars a player can collect in Super Mario Galaxy. Whoa. That's a lot of stars. Well, uh, which, which, when did that come out? Was that after 64? That's for the Wii, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, it's also the same number in Super Mario Galaxy 2, because sometimes the sequels to Mario games are basically the same games. <laughs> Just like, now he has Not a Not Mario hat. 2. Yeah. Mario 2 good. is way freaky different. Yeah, that one was a, that was a big departure, and no one talks about it. Right? It's because it's not a Mario game. It's actually like some other game that they just branded as Mario. Yeah, like, yeah, that'd be fine. Turnip based game that got reskinned with Mario. Did you say yeah. turnip based? Yeah, there's a lot of turnips in Mario too. It's like turn based games. <laughs> more, more ip. Much less popular. <laughs> Speaking of short people, this week we're talking about three movies about babies. So, as we mentioned briefly last week, Ezra is going to be going on baby leave at some point in the next few weeks. Not Anytime. sure exactly when. Yep. So we're uh, we're doing his paternity send-off right now to be ready so that when he's gone, we will have already forgotten him. That's not what I meant. Sometimes it, I start talking. A weird... Yeah, yeah, you grab something on the way out. It's going to be yeah. a weird thing, though, because, like, it's like you kind of, you know, you say you see someone you like, you say goodbye, and then you find out you're actually, like, walking another block together or two. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're, you're not allowed to talk. Same direction. You don't <laughs> talk to them anymore. You've said goodbye, it's over. So I'm, like, a per- persona non grata, like, after this. Right. We're going to... You're going to be here, but we're never going to acknowledge it. <laughs> Well, so what we're doing is we're watching Junior, the 1994 Arnold Schwarzenegger vehicle, Pacifier, uh, a device with a mouthpiece and a nipple usually made of rubber, <laughs> a baby and a toddler sucks on. That Vin Diesel a, invented. And a 2005 Vin Diesel vehicle. And Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2, the 2004 Fitzgerald Boy Children vehicle. <laughs> Oof. The, the fun thing about um, uh, Junior is that Schwarzenegger was a vehicle himself for a baby. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> if, we, if we make the word vehicle very loose. It's something that carries things. <laughs> yeah, that baby wasn't driving Arnold, though. <laughs> well, I think he was the, he was the motivation. He was really yeah, the... That happened, that happened more in uh, Total Recall. Yeah. Maybe yes, inside the thing. I do want to see a junior Total Recall mashup of just like... What is it? Quag or Quagro? Quat, or Quatu Quagro. or something that? Quato, yeah, I want to see Quato versus uh, Arnold in this. <laughs> I cannot play along with this because I've not seen Total Recall. Well, that's our next stop. <laughs> Sounds like a fun game. <laughs> uh, this episode is sponsored by audiblepodcast.com slash read and weep. If you go to that address, sign up for a free trial membership of Audible's Book a Month subscription club. You get the free book and you support our show. 
you get a free book right now that you could keep whether or not you cancel your subscription and we get support which is our vague way of saying thank you for giving us money and we would appreciate if you did that it really does help and also if you want to force us to read or watch anything of your choice sign up for our mailing list go to read-weep.com join our mailing list and as soon as we have more episodes available to sponsor you can directly sponsor an episode maybe you're going on a leave of some kind baby related or otherwise and you want to watch some movies about maternity or about honeymoons if you're going on shore leave you might want to watch a bunch of movies about dry land (laughs) yeah we would love to watch three movies that involve dirt Um, Uh, holes would be one of them Joe Dirt Joe Dirt (laughs) Dirty Dancing (laughs) (laughs) Dirty Dancing perfect (laughs) perfect (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so if that's if you've got a short leave coming up and uh, we would love to watch that movie marathon for you. Uh readdeskweep.com, sign our mailing list uh, right now. Let me introduce you to your panel. I'm Alex Falcone. My I'm on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone and my panel today is great. First up, he's at Ezra Fox on Twitter in San Francisco, California, and for a short time only, not a dad. It's Ezra Fox. What is this, your pet duck? Ah, he, he bit me comically. <laughs> <laughs> Acting. <laughs> that duck actually bit him, though. They, got, they, like, they pointed like a red laser dot at his ear in order to get the duck, duck to bite him. I think that's a pretty good job on the duck handler. Is this there was research only one duck you... throughout the entire movie also. That same duck Really? It took everything. three There's kids. There's a lot of duck annuity. <laughs> it, <laughs> it took three kids to play the superhero in Super Babies. <laughs> it took three identical kids, but one duck pulled off that whole movie. This is what tells that's me. Right. I think we need better, like, I don't know, stricter duck labor laws, I guess. <laughs> right. Oh, that's true. The duck wasn't union, so they could work in It was than... also, like, the only thing that survived through the multiple iterations of the screenplay. Originally, it was, like, a Jackie Chan vehicle, and they're like, there's a duck in it. All right, we don't have Jackie Chan anymore, but there's still a duck. <laughs> also joining us at, at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York, it's Chris Smith. Alex, I'm a little emotional. Um, it's because she's daddy's little girl, and he's giving her away. <laughs> Right, uh, you're clearly pregnant. I'm very pregnant because clearly only pregnant people could possibly have emotions. I have cried at a lot of commercials. I'm not. I'm afraid to admit it. Uh, I've never yeah. been pregnant, so just putting yeah. that out there. You might have a parasite. <laughs> you could just. It could just be like a slow burn on the pregnancy, though, right? It could just be really yeah. going like like really, an elephant. Really... It's like thirty months. Yeah, and you never forget. <laughs> Even though you kind of want to. Yeah. Well, and the real tragedy here is that elephants can't walk backwards. <laughs> really? They the can't. real tragedy. <laughs> I, wait, first, is that true? And second of all, in what way is that a, an of actual tragedy? Of course that's not true. Because oh. <laughs> here's the thing. Cows can't go downstairs, so I totally would have bought it. Right. <laughs> Actually, I think cows can go. I, thought, I think Mythbusters did that one. Oh, I think. bullshit again. <laughs> They're not great at it. Okay, they're, they're just not great. <laughs> okay, in fairness, how often do they get the opportunity to practice right. stairs <laughs> like me on the, the wide happens. prairies of Idaho? <laughs> also joining us today, uh, he's at Nick's Funeral on Twitter. Holy shit, really? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody wants to tweet at Nick's Funeral. I, I, thank you, Alex. You might be the only person to ever get that. I love it. I think it's great. And I, I remember, I've seen you say that to people. Like, I remember your tagline, but I, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> uh, 
also uh, especially requested by Ezra because he knew these movies would make you uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, to my nightmare scenario. This was basically like, if we were to do a horror show, yeah. this would be the things that I fear the most. When I sent Nick this um, list, I was like, do you want to do these movies? And he was like, yeah, I love horror movies. Wait, Alex, I don't know if you know this, but I recently started a new blog. No. Uh, this is, this is why I wanted you on it, the show. Yeah, uh, it's called. Oh, um, letters! I didn't know that. No, yeah, yeah. It's it's called No Son of Mine. Right. And it's my. It's because I never want to have kids. It's my letters to my unborn child, so I can pass my knowledge to the internet, which I, is my unborn child. And the tagline is "Child Free Since '83." <laughs> and if you'd like to tweet at No Son of Mine, it's Child Free '83. And, <laughs> and and if you want to Google No Son of Mine, you'll also get a kick-ass Phil Collins song. Uh, so no yeah. s- at blogging at No Son of Mine. Please welcome Nick Delahanty. No, they're talking. That's not <laughs> babbling. They're. I just can't understand what they're saying. <laughs> that makes way more sense than that kids just babble, uh, that they just speak in another language and tell uh, 90s adult jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Which were like 10 years old then. <laughs> yeah, right. This is like 2004. And they're like, you should go to sensitivity training. Oh, man. How did we survive the 90s sitcom, like, I guess, Barrage? I feel like... That should have just killed humor forever. <laughs> Did we think it was funny then? All right, well, sort of tight schedule, so we're going to have to jump into these movies. We're going to go in this order. We're going to go Junior, Super Babies, The Pacifier, because we have pregnancy, babies, uh, like kids. So a variety of kids' ages. So we're starting out with Junior. Chris, uh, I would like you to summarize in the style of a press conference that's about to go horribly wrong. <laughs> Uh, so everyone, everyone listen up. Uh, thank you for coming to this press conference. Uh, you know, we have some very exciting scientific news to share with you. There's been a breakthrough in the science of fertility. What? Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, through the miracle of some blue chemical, is now able to be pregnant. I know. Expectane. Using oh. Expectane, the drug that he and Danny DeVito developed as scientists. So I, I only we use all first need expecting. to believe that Arnold and Danny DeVito are scientists and that they stole an, an egg from Emma Thompson. Who well, Schwarzenegger has glasses, so it's very easy to believe. And yeah, it's always wearing slightly, glasses and a lab coat. And, I mean, of course. it's only slightly harder to believe than just that they exist as people with such enormous height differences. So, like, <laughs> yeah, it's not really a stretch. <laughs> and that Danny DeVito is a uh, renowned uh, fertility doctor. And they steal an egg from Emma Thompson, and they use Arnold Schwarzenegger's sperm, and they implant it somewhere in his torso that won't... <laughs> the abdomen won't cavity. They, yeah, they put it in the in, cavity. Yeah, and then it grows into a baby. But the thing is, you guys, you know, you might be wondering, I, I, I'm already hearing the follow-up questions from you, Chicago Sun-Times. <laughs> Did he go through hormonal changes? Did he become mm. a woman in order to do this? No, he was still all man, but he was taking a lot of estrogen, and that made him very emotional and radiant, and actually, for this feel-good comedy, go through a lot of pretty silly situations for a bulked-up Austrian. And had, he did some learning about the other gender. He did, uh, sort of like what women want. Uh, he learned a little bit more about the female perspective. And by the end, he and Emma Thompson get together and, uh, and are happy. And Danny DeVito patches things up with his ex-wife and uh, everybody's babies. And that's the movie. It's, it's look, guys, Arnold's pregnant. Isn't that wacky? <laughs> I, I'm, I guess I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, like, field a question here now. This, uh, yes. This, I mean, the, this wouldn't work, right? 
Seems, <laughs> well, seems I was thinking, where does it go, right? I don't where know. does it go? Yeah. Expectane makes it so that even the most barren of women can suddenly become pregnant with 100% I mean, even the certain. most barren of women, in, in theory, would have a does uterus. Does it come with a uterus? You need yeah, the uterus. I think it's an important part. Yeah. You need what's known in D&D as a bag of holding. <laughs> Arnold uh, doesn't have one of those. I can see why there aren't more D&D people who are also, like, no. uh, gynos. What do you mean? No, the reason it works is it's held in place by his abs. His abs literally <laughs> just hold the whole thing I mean, it's limb by limb. So when he is, said that he was having contractions, he was just doing crunches? <laughs> yeah, that's having right. crunches. <laughs> having... That's, the, that's the explanation of how he gets so ripped. It's like, oh, he just does some leg lifts on the side of his bed every morning. That's how he ends up that way. That wow. makes sense to me. I, right. I feel it's like that's like as likely as him getting pregnant. I, that's you, You've nailed on the fundamental problem here, though, Ezra, is that I don't think men are capable of becoming pregnant. S- Sarah took some issues with... I watched this with Sarah, and she was like, you know, I don't think sticking in your abdomen pregnant. is really enough to get it done. No. <laughs> nope. Need a placenta. Nothing some, to live in. Yep. Yeah, there's, there's a, lot, a lot of things. I, he's yeah. eating as if he was pregnant, but there's no tube connecting him to the baby, so <laughs> it's he's just eating that for himself. <laughs> And I don't know. I I think the the thing that I struggled with as far as like like plausibility for me was the fact that they cast Danny DeVito as the straight man and Arnold as the comic lead. <laughs> I was like, that seems like that is harsh. How does that work? <laughs> you know, Danny DeVito. I think is at this is one of the movies I like him in. I I thought Danny was fun, but that's because he didn't have much work to do. Yeah, he had no work to do. And Arnold was at having to act like a woman, and he was just as good at that as he is acting in any other situation. <laughs> Yeah, he gets to say things like "my body, my choice," and "I want my baby." <laughs> all right, uh, so let's, let's use let's this. let's put this all for one second. We've we've covered the fact that it's slightly implausible, but we still need to do a compliment in our in our movie marathons. We like to do a compliment tostada or an open faced compliment sandwich, or um, a compliment pizza, or a sure. compliment flat pizza if you're at Subway. No, mm. I am not at Subway. <laughs> well, Eat you fresh. shouldn't be. That's the problem. But once you're there, you can't be offended that they came up with the idea of a flat pizza because it's a pretty good idea, you know? We've suffered under the tyranny of these balls of pizza for too long. (laughs) Tyranny of balls. I say that all the time. You do say that a lot in most of your ads. Um, So let's do our compliment tostada. So, uh, uh, Nick, as as the guest to this episode, you have the right to go first or last. Which do you prefer? Uh, I'll just go first. All right. Just get it out of the way. Lay it on us. Compliment for Junior. Uh, the thing that I really liked about this movie was I, I thought it had a really great moral. And I thought that if it was basically like if you steal someone's egg and then conduct a legal and unethical scientific research, uh-huh. you lie, you commit fraud, you betray, you betray the trust of the person's egg you stole. You fertilize once you it end yourself. Up, like lying about them. Yeah. Yeah. You can end up with them with zero consequences. Yeah, you, they totally really fall in love like, with you. I just like wipe the slate clean and just be fine. And then do a beach pullback a la... Shawshank Redemption yeah. and then the, the, fine wacky picnic <laughs> where they're like Danny DeVito you could be pregnant if you wanted to and he's like no 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 you guys are not getting me pregnant well he doesn't have the abs for it <laughs> there would be nowhere for the baby to live yeah, he really Wait, does. Are you get positive it. that the abs are the baby's home? <laughs> I, no, the, I mean, well, the abs were like, like massaging the baby and, and keeping like, it in keeping this movie it. world. Yeah. <laughs> The needle was long enough to go through the abs, but we just nestled behind them, so. <laughs> but anyway, your point, Nick, is well taken. Totally gets away with this. I mean, we can all agree, Emma Thompson, kind of delightful, right? Like, yeah, as the implausibly clumsy scientist. who just, She yeah, woke up I with cheese on her face, guys. Come on. 
Yeah. And, oh, that's from my sandwich. Uh, okay. Yeah, I guess she just so. has an entire piece of cheese on How her face. How did that get yeah, out of your sandwich and onto the side of your face? You're the so cheese clumsy. bandit strikes again. Yeah. No, she she's you know is constantly running into things, tripping over things. Yeah, tripping and also is a genius. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't get her at all. Um, <laughs> but let me go. In, let me do my compliment really quick. I um, well, let me do three super quick, tiny, tiny compliments. I like short and tall actors next to each other. That yeah, amuses me to no good. end. I like uh, cryogenic things that open and go. Oh, it's also oh good. yeah, that was a good one. And my favorite disappointing crowd noise I think I've ever heard. So they're in the in the press conference, and he's like, "There's a man who's going to give birth," and then the car shows up. And he's like, "Here's that man who's going to give birth," and they open the door, and a woman stands out, and just somebody from the back of the crowd goes, "What's going on here? That's a woman." <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen something so ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah, that is yep, that's a woman. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's what you'd expect. Uh, continuing on, Ezra, you'll be last. Chris, what's your okay. minor compliment? Yeah, my minor compliment is for Arnold in a wig. Um, so yeah. at the end of this movie, he has to go to some, like, basically <laughs> pregnancy camp for, for women who uh, need, like, a lot of rest and relaxation before uh, they give birth. And Not to get clear him, on and why he dress him that. up like a lady. So he wears a wig and, like, a muumuu. And they, they, his backstory is that he was ravaged by steroids in the former Soviet Union. and uh, um, Which is plausible. Yeah, West, West Germany. I mean, yeah. Because probably is exactly what happened to him. <laughs> well, yes. Um, I want to see the team up between him and Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, <laughs> oh man. That would have been great. Like a buddy cop comedy of, <laughs> yeah. with those two? <laughs> Where they both, like at the end of a hard day, take off their wigs and their prosthetics. And Isn't go. this just called White <sighs> Chicks? Oh, oh god, god they made that movie <laughs> yeah yeah originally just as off-putting as i expected him to be in a wig like oh so off-putting yeah not right. as off-putting as the baby-faced arnold schwarzenegger that was horrific uh, hybrid thing that was that oh, was the most blue screen technology oh yeah oh god. oh in his dream when he when the babies had his face mm. yeah yeah oh jeez not a fan uh all right continuing ezra um, what is your minor compliment yeah. Made I, only I mean, your tostada. So I don't know if you realize this, but like um, this movie came out like right around the same time as Cutthroat Island, um, oh. which Frank Langella was also the villain in. Uh, oh. he, was, yeah. he was he was dog. Uh, he was Davis's, dog like of, evil uncle. Yeah. Um, and I kind of like the idea of, of this um, evil guy, uh, evil Frank Langella, um, being like the the long lost descendant, I guess, of uh, of Dog the pirate. <laughs> So sure. instead of plundering ships, now he plunders <laughs> others' research at a large academic institution. It kind of makes Bow ties sense. equals bad guys. Yeah. I also like the way uh, Cutthroat Island ruined uh, uh, pirate movies forever. This movie may have ruined pregnant men movies. The whole genre. Have there been any other pregnant men movies? I was trying to think of that, and I can't figure out. Alien. I mean, malepregnancy.com has some suggestions. Mm. <laughs> of how to do it i don't or? like where this googling is going <laughs> <laughs> uh all right so let's jump in uh so let's jump into our hates now you guys we're gonna go uh things we do not like about junior uh because we're doing a triple play we'll only have one hate segment so this is our only one today uh we're just gonna yeah we're just gonna go to a a pregnancy rehate and then uh we're gonna hang out and tell funny stories about our feelings oh i, I mean I, I got a quick one i guess because it came up uh, uh-huh. I, I thought Emma Thompson was generally delightful, but at one point, they had her wearing a sweater vest. 
I'm not okay with that. Oh, you don't yeah. like on, on her. There was a lot of high waisted taupe up in this movie. <laughs> yeah, it was all t- it was all tan and khaki and cream. That's what people wore Ooh. in the nineties. Yeah, and it was hard. It was hard so to watch. Cleats. Yeah. How did we get through it? I don't even know. Yeah, <laughs> it's like we didn't we didn't realize how better how much better things would be in the future. I actually how- found the idea of him being pregnant much more plausible than him falling in love with that scientist lady. It just really? seemed like that. Yeah, you really don't like Emma Thompson, do you? Yeah, I think she's great. I just didn't think there was any. Like, no, it's her falling in love with him. I think oh. like she could do oh, so much yeah. better. It just yeah. doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's, I get it's the that. kind of thing where you don't. She doesn't know she could do better. You know, she just doesn't meet a lot of guys. She's a scientist. She has has empirical data. Well, this is also <laughs> a world without any sort of emotional sensitivity or anything else. I mean. Arnold's view, like, what's played broadly for laughs when he's on estrogen is that, or, I mean, what, what is this called? Like, insure for Pedialyte, or what's... Uh, <laughs> insure for and, Pedialyte, and, yes. And, yep. Anyway, his, his blue drug, expecting, yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. is that he starts getting sensitive and saying the most, like, sort of cat, comic strip Kathy type things. Yeah, yeah. He, oh, you know, Mondays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want to dance. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Is Garfield the same person as Kathy, basically? I just realized. Yeah, oh, one's yeah. a cat and one's a harried lady who's always sweating. Yeah, so similar. Yeah. Yeah, she and she projectile sweats. It's always like sweat exploding <laughs> out of her head. Yeah, like and her, that's basically her... what Arnold did in this movie. And I don't know. I just thought that if, if they had tried remaking this movie now, where, you know, I think feminism is more of a thing than it was in 1990-whatever, <laughs> like, they'd be a little bit more sensitive. Um... There was that was weird. I wa- there was a time where I was like, "Is this intelligent commentary on the effects of hormones and how they deal with like, any person, or is it a totally shallow characterization of maternity?" I was like, "No, it's it it's seems the other. like it's mostly yeah. making it's fun of pregnant women and not actually like helping us empathize." I thought. I mean, well, well, they yeah, were pretty it- casual. They were pretty casual about that first trimester abortion. They're just like, "Yeah, just bail, <laughs> bail." Well, just it's not dump it. Okay, in their defense. It's not an abortion because it died the second you injected it into Arnold's abs. It's there's nothing to live on. It's getting no food, no oxygen. It's just dying in a cavity and then causing a massive infection. Yeah, but where does the water break to? Hmm? Uh, I think going? Benny becomes septic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. yeah, this is a nasty story in real life. I would, yeah. It's like, not just like, realistic. oh, I have nothing to wear. I have a baby in my... St-. It's like, no, you just, you just injected a dead egg into your stomach. <laughs> Oh boy, that would be great if it was like a yeah if it was like a more of a Jeff Goldblum the Fly kind of situation where just like the experiment goes horribly wrong very quickly. <laughs> Expecting just creates a mutant life form that grows inside him. <laughs> yeah, I, it's like it's like the baby only got Expecting to live on, which doesn't sound like which is a blue goo, not to be confused with the green goo of Super Babies. Um, but it's still it seems like goo is what makes babies live, colored goo. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's always goo. I actually, by the way, the even less plausible than the romance and then him being coming pregnant was the like the bad guy. His like the e- the evil plot was like kicking out hugely profitable research with no side effects. Just not. It was like, nip. I mean, this is the most promising drug anyone's ever had. Will help millions of people. Make us a shit ton of money. Totally effective. No side effects. Sit down, Danny DeVito. Get You're too excited my, about get this. Get out of my <laughs> yeah. drug meeting. I, I want this other lady to come in with her unchested research. <laughs> just like he was just no, evil no, for no, that la- no, no reason. That lady has the freezer from Jurassic Park. Okay? Yeah. She knows what she's doing. <laughs> the barber, the barber salt freezer. 
<laughs> I do love oh, I do love a good freezer with a lot of steam coming out of it. Uh, glowing. That's a good noise, man. I want to keep something in a box like that. I don't have I don't want it to be eggs, stolen eggs. Oh, I don't what if it was popsicles? <laughs> yeah, just popsicles. <laughs> I just want a cryogenic safe for popsicles. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is a creamsicle. It's an Astro Pop. I like it. Your baby ain't sweet like mine. She eats a jelly roll all the time. And when I'm feeling lonesome and blue, my baby knows just what to do. Yes, sir. She even called me a honey. She even let me spend a money. All right, you guys, we're going to move on to Super Babies. Our next movie. Uh, we are watching. I did not get to hate something. Did, well, we're, we're running out of time. All right, <laughs> you played along. You joined some hates. I'm sorry. We the, this it's it was a tight squeeze today. Um, no, I'm just teasing. It's, okay, it's, it's like a baby popping out of Arnold. There's just not a lot of space in this show. Um, all right. So next we're wa- next up. We are watching Super Babies: Colon Baby Geniuses Two. And the fact that they got the name all mixed, uh, not the worst yep. part of the movie, but the first thing that might irritate you about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Chris, please summarize in the style of maybe Nazi-ish? Ooh. <laughs> no, let's, let's be fair. He was German, but he was not a Nazi. Well, because well, it was like 1960-something, <laughs> right? Like, there shouldn't have been Nazis. Right, Someone messed up their not have. It's just people wearing vaguely stormtrooper esque collars, yeah. like, you know, lapels, and, and, and with a penchant for patent leather boots. Trying to kill all the babies. Uh, Enslave okay. all the babies. Enslave all the babies. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said that's the ish part of Nazi ish. This is my. I think oh, I'm going to stand by my judgment. So, okay, you guys, you're not wrong. Um, let's posit a world where instead of. Sp- you know, being preverbal and babbling, babies are actually all talking to each other in baby language, which they all can understand across the world. Right. And once they learn their respective adult languages, usually they forget baby language. But here's the thing. There's a prophecy of a super baby who can speak to children and adults alike and have superpowers. And that super baby is Kahuna. Uh, Kahuna is a, a kid or is a person who's forever trapped in a kid's body due to a science experiment gone wrong. And uh, he's, since World War II times, helped out babies and adults alike and foiling the plot of the evil Kane, who's John Voight, who is planning to launch a TV channel to subliminally control or subconsciously control all children and babies across the world. Just so, want to point life. out uh, that similar to a pregnant Arnold Schwarzenegger, the science of that mind control, not super solid. No, there's no, some will, because there's some ones and zeros inside of... The Matrix is just running in the background of this frog <laughs> yeah, dancing show. Listen, you know, science, reasons. You <laughs> saw it right there, it's on the screen. They're bouncing it off the Telespace 3000 satellite. Obviously, it's going to work. Yeah. So uh, the the story centers around these four babies uh, who are normal babies who talk to each other about, you know, baby things, but also the possible existence of Kahuna. And then all of a sudden Kahuna shows up and he has superpowers where he drinks this green like ooze stuff and then he gets uh, lightning hands and can uh, out punch and <laughs> flip and everything, even adults. It's and he like rides around in a trick. Sticks to walls. It's, it's Popeye juice, right? Yeah, but it's also Spider-Man juice because he can walk on the ceiling. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he gets he gets baby superpowers, and so it's also like, like Andrew Dice Clay juice, where he can just tell terrible jokes. <laughs> oh yeah, he yeah, gets yeah, yeah. real sassy. 
It's kind of like the honey, uh, honey boo boo go go juice, right? Yeah, it's yeah. go go juice for it's sure. Go-go-juice. It looks a lot like Mountain Dew. And so these four babies in team up with Kahuna and also a teenage babysitter to foil the plot of adults with real evil plants. And uh, the babies all their lip syncing doesn't match up. They just sort of overdubbed everything. And it was a really creepy movie. <laughs> yeah, and it's Ooh, sometimes the kids are like Mr. Edding it with like peanut butter in their mouths and moving them yeah. and sometimes it's just CG the mouth moving. Yeah. And it's real disconcerting. Yeah. Dude, it's uncomfortable. It's like it's like the guys who made those E-Trade commercials yeah. got together and or like watched Look Who's Talking once and then like, hey guys, like fuck the audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wouldn't that, that be funny if we made a movie like that? And definitely the working title of this movie is Fuck <laughs> the Audience. <laughs> Super yeah. Babies 2, fuck the audience. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes babies are geniuses, but you don't you know, their parents, uh, like Scott Bayo, don't realize it. Yeah, Scott Bayo is not the worst part of this movie. No. Uh, let's let's do our complimento stata. We're gonna switch it up. Nick, you're gonna go first this time. Or no, okay. you sorry, that's not switching. That's the I same. go last. Ezra, you're gonna go first this time. What's your compliment for uh, Super Babies? Dig um, deep. I mean, there's a really sad movie hidden inside this, like you know, uh, really like light fun movie. <laughs> the story uh, of the frog dancer. Well, <laughs> of course, tragic frog dancer probably took his own life after his show was canceled. Right, because um, he was being used. Yeah, uh, but no, I, I was actually thinking of Kahuna is a seven-year-old, it's stuck in a seven-year-old body, but he's like 60, right? He yeah. just stopped aging. He's not like a baby. So, like, that can't be fun. <laughs> uh, he seems like he's doing his best to make it fun. Yeah, but, like, there's he cries, I'm sure. <laughs> he's like, I wish I in had one. his Willy Wonka factory of... Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, it's like uh, it's like uh, the Michael Jackson compound, like that thing that he built underground to feel like a kid again is like mm-hmm. a sign of a deep d- darkness inside like what him. The oh, Neverland yeah. Ranch. Yeah, or yeah, whatever. yeah. This is a this is a sign of bad things in his in his soul. <laughs> He's like, I have all these toys, but I just don't want to play. And his taste is so kid-like. Like everything is shiny and sparkles in his bat cave. You'd think like if he were really sad, it'd be like all dark. But instead, he surrounds himself with like. Like a weird boat that like floats yeah, in a in a little moat with filled with, with balls? floating plastic balls. Yep, that seems like if the if the moat moves, the the plastic balls are going to get bunched up. That's my only problem with them. <laughs> so Never going to be evenly distributed. Uh, all right, so uh, uh, continuing on, Chris, compliment tostada. Yeah. Um. So my compliment is that Archie, the lead of the babies, uh insists that he's not a, quote, brain baby, and that he's no. a baby of action. And um, that's true of you. I, that construction, of course, is horrifying. Uh-huh. But he knows his limits, you know? He knows that he's not supposed to be planning any sort of, you know, strike force. He knows that uh, he just has enthusiasm. And is he and, the one that becomes the genius baby when well, they're superheroes? he gets dressed up in a tiny baby graduation cap. <laughs> Which I'm does not, not really make sure you a genius. That, i got to tell you yeah. now. I'm sorry, yeah. Archie. I've he got a degree. actually get smarter. Yeah. Didn't help me. No. no. I, um, well, also, the thing about those was they were like, now your superpower is being the opposite of what you are. So the girl who's really tough, they were like, now you're just about love. Yeah, and the guy that, who's that scared was... of everything is now about bravery, and the guy <laughs> the who other farts guy... a lot is just about bar- bouncing. <laughs> the... It's like a weird, distorted Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah. If I only had a giant bouncy ball around me. I love that song. <laughs> that's a, I feel like he's just 
they didn't really like yeah think it out all the way. It's like you know everyone everyone has exactly the opposite of what they you know everyone get like a secret power and you are now a bouncy ball. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So my my compliment Tostada is, um, well, I do think Telespace three thousand is a decent name for a satellite, but. Um, Here's what I think. I think they found the most perfectly bad comedy of all time. Uh, and it's not like the insurance company took over bad and not like the good bad, but just like big Hollywood, zero redeemable qualities. There's no bud jokes mm. in this movie. There's no part where it's like, oh, I love that writer. That was a funny moment. There's no moments of shining, shimmering acting that, that came through. There's no one great art piece in the back. They just, they went for a perfect zero. They shot the moon. <laughs> yeah, everyone else and takes points everything else we, exactly everything else we've seen that's been bad has been like well there's this one thing but there's nothing there's nothing redeemable about this at all there's no good thing for this to be at all perfect zero <laughs> yeah um, they, they you know you just have to say good game and move on yeah exactly or something like that yeah, you, you, it's a shutout it's a shutout they won alright that's my compliment Nick complimentos data uh no shit I'll uh, this movie changed my life. Okay, and I mean that Whatever in the most sincere way. Uh, so I, I'm I'm on a like a moral lesson kick. Okay. Uh, so here's here's what it is. Okay, the director of this movie, Bob Clark. Yeah. He died after making this movie. This was the last thing he ever contributed to film. Wow. And while I was thinking about this, as like, and this is would be like his legacy. It's the last thing he touched. It's his eyes wide shut. I yeah. mean, and it's the thing. And I was thinking, oh, God, you can never do a project that it might be the last thing that you ever touch that you don't believe in. Like <laughs> yeah. if the, and, like, if this was it, I would feel like my life was in shambles. And I, it, made, it made me actually take a genuine look at myself and, like, what I'm doing. And any project that I do, I'm going to assume that it's my last and it won't be something this <laughs> This terrible. is pretty great. This is a great compliment. But I, have a, I don't have to worry about this. I'm never going to die. Oh, good. So. Yeah, yeah. That's helpful. So we're going to play our game. Our, 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 one of our frequent games of one change. So every movie, this is the theory, every movie or book is one change away from being great. No matter how bad it is, you could change one thing and okay. it would be really enjoyable. This is going to test the boundaries of that. Uh, <laughs> but I am interested in what is your one change that you think could make this movie good? Okay. I got one. Yeah, go for it, Chris. They still use babies, but it's a shot-for-shot shot remake of Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> 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 reservoir babies reservoir babies or uh, reservoir puppies reservoir puppies there it is <laughs> it was right there yep <laughs> all right i would watch reservoir puppies for sure uh and also with mod- maybe i mean this is two changes but if you did it now you'd obviously have modern cg technology so the lip moving would be a little less bad yeah it'd be a little less bad but baby harvey cartel would still be a creepy motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> You go there and not Buscemi? <laughs> baby Buscemi? You go there and not Michael Madsen cutting off the uh, baby ear? Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty gnarly. I want to see baby Chris Penn. Like, nice guy baby. Like, I just yeah. want to see. I'm a right. cop, baby. I'm a cop. <laughs> <laughs> she, sh- she didn't give me my bottle, Larry. <laughs> Who the fucking got that? <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm into it i'm into it <laughs> all right i have a small one i want to see if this one might work so at one point uh they're in the nursery and the parents are watching them like babble and she's like i 
they're talking. I know it. I just wish I knew what they were saying. And I know what they're saying. So you don't actually wish that. It's terrible. But what if we lived in the world that their parents lived in where the whole movie is exactly the same we just can never understand the babies. Oh, yeah, so like, we like, don't have explanations for anything. But like, they still like go to the superhero palace, and then the superhero still runs around and does all the stuff, and we never understand what the babies' motivations are. So all of the actions are incomprehensible, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah like an unsubtitled foreign film. Yeah, like 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 uh, the Star Wars uh, Christmas special where just, they're speaking in Wookiee for ten minutes. We have no you idea. Have no what idea what Wookiee. Yeah, exactly. And and I don't know if that would make it great, but that would certainly make it a, an interesting film. Yeah, you still understand um, the adults like you understand the evil plot where they're like hey let's take over all the babies and then you can see the babies are clearly upset by this I'll, I'll, I'll take it one step further Alex what if the babies also turn themselves invisible part way through <laughs> so there's <laughs> well, n- happening we there's can't, no adult there's just adults and no babies so, so yeah so, so we, we yeah we can't see anything happening um, we, we have we can't hear them um, it's it, just it's stuff just, being affected by just by confused magic. adults everywhere, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I would enjoy that. Instead of super babies, it was just regular adults, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> regular adults. <laughs> I would watch that. Uh, so, Welcome uh, to my Nick- Sparkle Palace. <laughs> well, this is creepy. <laughs> uh, Nick, do you have one? Yeah, okay. Uh, so the writer of this movie, crazy uh, filmography, wrote this and both Ghost Rider movies. Okay, so I I imagine a world where his computer gets a little mixed up, and when uh, Kahuna drinks the juice, he turns into um, Nick Cage as Ghost Rider, (laughs) and then just starts kicking ass the rest of the movie. Sorry, I thought you said Ghost, like, writer? So did I, too. I thought you were talking about the PBS series, where the ghost teaches (laughs) them about Oh, no, sorry, Ghost Rider. Yeah. Ghost Rider. The the demon with his head on fire, who battles (laughs) evil things. Yeah, we watched it. Could there be a Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider crossover where he's like, Nick Cage is also... <laughs> or no, it's just Nick a bunch of like, kids and then like a flaming skull on a motorcycle teaches them about literature? Yeah. <laughs> and diversity. I'd be into that. Like, yeah, he's like, yeah, you, you guys should read more Dickens and then Fire Chain. <laughs> <laughs> And now, a very special ad from read-weep.com slash Amazon. If you're having a baby, save some time and give us all your money now. Meanwhile, in the Read It and Weep Significant Events Room. Happy baby, baby to you. To you. My fellow Read It and Weep characters, I, Bud the Chud, just wanted to say thank you for showing up to bestow your catchphrase and gimmick to Ezra's going away be shower. Oh look, it's a pirate lion. Sesame Pete, I thought ye were dead. What ye be up to these days? I've, I've been working for Yaks, who are also members of the Yakuza. Avast! The Yakuza? Oh, you've, you've, you've heard of them? I thought you'd have to Google it. Have you tried the cake? It's mostly chum! Is it good? Only if you like chum. Hey guys, where's Ezra? Yeah, he's missing all of these callbacks. I called dibs on his chum cake. He's probably in the working through some stuff room. Meanwhile, in the working through some stuff room. Hey, Ez, how are you doing? Oh, great, Nick. I'm just drinking a milkshake of Fast and Furious DVDs and creatine to turn into Vin Diesel. 
That sounds reasonable. I, Swamp Thing, am concerned. As you haven't wanted to turn into Vin Diesel before, what's up? I just want to be the best dad I can be. I saw how Vin raised those five kids and directed a successful musical. It's a lot to live up to. Why do you sound slightly more Austrian than usual? Because Arnold was a great dad and junior. How am I supposed to raise my son if not covered in muscles and accents? How much creatine are you on, Ez? Just one. Oh. Tub. Uh, oh. Yeah, I bought it from read-weep.com slash Amazon, where I make all of my fear-based purchases. Ez, you don't have to worry. You're going to be a great dad. Because all my son really needs is for me to be myself? No, Ez. Because you shop at read-weep.com slash Amazon. You could do anything after that, and I'd still count you as one of the best people I'd ever met. This might be the creatine talking, but that makes a lot of sense. We're going to miss you on baby sabbatical, Les, but everything's going to be just fine. You're right, guys. What's the worst that can happen? Hey, what happened to your accent? Oh, uh, I can only really sustain the Sean Connery, and I think he's in the other room. Hey, Les, what are you going to do with all that leftover creatine? I'll probably just send it back with read-weep.com slash Amazon's great return policy. Wait, hey, what? Where did it all go? I put it in the chum! <laughs> <laughs> I did that. The League of Trolls is pleased to finally meet a member of the Yakuza. It's nice to make your acquaintance. Shop at read-weep.com slash Amazon. Ezra will return in League of Trolls 2, Bud the Chud. <laughs> All right, you guys. We have. Uh, we're gonna do one more movie really quick. Uh, we have to. We're gonna talk about the pacifier. Chris, please summarize in the style of an X seal. I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give it to you straight. Really, really quick. Here we go. Uh, Vin Diesel is a Navy SEAL, most badass Navy SEAL ever. His mission is to be the bodyguard for a family of five children and a duck, um, <laughs> while they might be under attack from ninjas who are trying to steal a MacGuffin. Um, Serbian slash North Korean. Yeah, and while mom is in Switzerland uh, trying to work with the Swiss bank and maybe, uh, you know, get it in with uh, some guy. So, (laughs) yep, that's it. Uh, He's a SEAL. He has to be a dad, kind of. And we all learn important lessons about, uh, you know, taking care of kids. Yeah, it turns out he's actually a really great dad slash babysitter. Not at first, but in the end. Yeah, he grows. That's why I said turns out. All right, so let's. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's the movie. It's pretty simple. Sort of like Junior. You get it from the poster. Uh, yeah. Uh, so let's go. Kalamatostada reverse reverse order. Nick, you're first again. Oh, I didn't think it was possible. My fav- My my compliment for this is that I actually saw a montage that I didn't like, which I didn't Ooh. think was possible. Oh, wow. uh, it was, and there were actually two of them. One was set to Good Charlotte, the other was set to Smash Mouth, and I didn't <laughs> think it would be possible for me to dislike a montage. And they found the depths of depravity they would have to what go to. What was going on in the montage? Like montage? Jog my memory. Oh, God. I couldn't tell. I blanked it out. out of trauma. <laughs> Probably about child rearing. I think, yeah, he was just like, no, I think he was like gearing up. He was like oh, putting yeah, on yeah. the baby bottle utility belt. And like mm. juice, <sighs> juice boxes and like, yeah, diaper bag. Uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, I have loved every montage ever. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, my my compliment to Stata is uh, the actually super charming thing is when he first meets the 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 woman uh, that he's going to be taking care of the family for. He says, "Ma'am, baby," and he just like <laughs> nods his head at the baby, and that's what he calls it the baby. And then later, when he's naming the family, he's like, "Red leader, red one, red two, red baby," and I <laughs> I agree that babies should always be referred to as babies baby. and nothing else. Yeah. 
hello, baby. Yeah, that was cute. That's cute. The, yeah. the great thing about this movie is that um, even when he's like getting covered in a lot of liquids, he's never really flapped or phased. Super you know? unflappable, uh, which might be an acting skill thing. But uh, it's, or it it's might something. be that Vin Diesel is physically incapable of being flapped. Yeah, yeah, you, you can't flap that shit. Can't it's flap too big. That. Can't flap yeah. that. You can't flap it alone. At least you need a whole team. Even when he got shot, he was like, "Ah, oh, damn it!" Like, not really flappable. <laughs> I liked this shirt. <laughs> All right, real quick, Vin Diesel or Arnold Schwarzenegger? Who was more charming? Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Vin on this. Me too. I think Vincenzo yeah, Diesel he... actually kind of fun. Not good, right. but kind of fun. He, I mean, he does he does what you ask him to do in it. That's and that's all I really want, you know. I was not prepared when we were watching Junior in this movie. I was like, these movies aren't terrible. And then when we watched Super Babies, I was like, oh, I get, it. <laughs> I get what this is about. I mean, they're not good, but they're, yeah, they're nowhere near as bad it's as a Super Babies. It's I, a different ballpark. Oh it's not, yeah, not the same conversation. Yeah. All right, yeah. Chris, what's your my, what's your comment to for Pacifier? Yeah, my my biggest compliment is that uh, there are brief scenes in Switzerland where the mom has to interact with the bankers, and the Swiss are portrayed exclusively as chocolate-eating, well-dressed, effeminate bankers. Which is what I imagine the Swiss to be, so I like it. We have at least one listener who's Swiss, and I gotta say, pretty much dead on. (laughs) I love love how when... You check in with mom about halfway through the movie. It's been two weeks, and she's still just sitting at the bank. <laughs> yep. She hasn't moved in two weeks. Yep. She yeah, could only afford one set. Well, and <laughs> they also, so the premise is there's a password on this security vault in Switzerland, and she just guesses it, and they say no, and she's like, yeah, this is going to be a while. That they have their hand over. She just keeps guessing the password. Like, they just let her be a password generator. At no point are they like, well, you've gotten it wrong five times. Might not be you that's allowed in this thing. <laughs> yeah. The Swiss banking system is so terrible. If they just they let can't... you come guess passwords. Well, they do eat chocolate in your face, which is annoying. <laughs> she spends a week guessing passwords. And then when she finally gets it right, the banker is like, all right, that one was correct. Like, that's <laughs> Good all. Job. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. Now, now you get access to our chocolate or our safety deposit box. <laughs> <laughs> that is the least secure bank. Uh, all right, uh, Ezra, what's your compliment tostada? I like. I mean, Nick, I, I think I was I was happy when I realized that you were on this episode and that Lorelai was the the, the principal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lauren Graham is the I love her. principal. That she was my minor compliment is her dress during Sound of Music is is my like the thing that I wanted to finish. She was off. totally yeah, all right. Good taste as, in my mouth. as was uh, uh, everybody loves Raymond's brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Brad Garrett. Right? Um, and and also, in the, so so part of the subplot is um, they have to direct sound of music, uh, the, the sound of music. Yeah. Um, and I realized that this is totally just a reverse sound of music. That's probably how this like idea came about. I think in the first place, it's just you have like a a military man going to an unstructured family and giving them a whole bunch of discipline as a far, as opposed to the reverse. Right, as opposed um, to yeah. her dismantling going, the discipline of a family that already worked in the military. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and so like I just I like the idea of just reverse musicals as like a pitch. So like for example for like the the, the opposite of like rent is just like a bunch of people cure themselves of AIDS and then get property. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the opposite of Greece is that everyone besides Sandra D realizes they need to straighten up and fly right if they're going to have a future. <laughs> and it's called soap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's what I want to do really fast, you guys. Ezra's about to leave. He's going to go mm-hmm. have a baby be a father for the first time what have we learned we've watched three movies about the various early stages of fatherhood 
what do we know that can sustain him as he becomes a dad? Ooh, I have some lessons from the pacifier. Good. Okay. Oh, great. So, lesson number one that I came up with is that at any point, if you think there's an emergency, you can leave your baby with literally any woman <laughs> and then just That's run good. off and go deal with that emergency. People and everything's going to be fine. Yeah, because yeah, it takes a village to abandon your kid. <laughs> if you have a boy, all right, and they're being unruly and they're harassing some females, know that you can pin them to the ground and punish them by making them eat cookies. <laughs> yeah. That's a good That's lesson. That's an acceptable punishment. Yeah. Here's my, out. here's one of my lessons. There were there was a character named Alex in two of the movies, and I'm Alex. And uh, there's so there's too many Alexes. How is so that a lesson? The lesson is don't name your kid Alex. There are too many of them. There's <laughs> already too many Alexes. Yeah, not very many Vins. So you know, I would go with Vincent Diesel. I think that's a good there's one. There's a lot of Vins on cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not every car is named Vin. <laughs> Maybe they be. are. <laughs> this is my Vin van. Also. If your if your wife has five kids, you can still expect her to walk around as a size two and be like totally well kept. <laughs> oh all my the god, time. she has she has all the kids. And she, she might yeah, try to get some on the side though in in Switzerland when you when once you die. Single mother of all of the children, and she's just super calm and well rested and <laughs> great shape. And just in really great shape. She does Pilates. Yeah. Like, well, the reason and, like, why I'm, because, assuming, I'm just uh, gauging her body. I don't know what she's a grieving she widow. Also, right? She seems pretty okay with everything. Yeah, she yeah well, fine. she's really disengaged, right? Like, the kids are just running rampant. They're, like, yeah. not showing up to class. They're not doing anything right. And yeah. she just is so checked out. She doesn't care. And that's why. Uh, well, she, she does have Miracle Max's wife, uh, Carol Kane, to help out. So that's pretty good. That's right. Other lesson that I learned. So, basically, Vin Diesel is the stupidest man alive because he just, like, gives them, <laughs> like, uh, MREs for breakfast. Like, he just treats them like they're in the military and never bothers to say, maybe you're not in the military. But eventually, <laughs> that strategy does work. So, here's my... Same thing with Arnold Schwarzenegger, where his ability to be a dad is still governed by his ab- not ability to talk in English. And uh, the key is just, as a dad, is just be who you were before. You know, just adapt whatever skills you have into yeah, yeah. this fatherhood. Make them and adjust to you. Persistence will win out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, All pod- Asians are ninjas. <laughs> That's like in a super <laughs> crucial part that you need to know about this. Some ninjas attack the house, and it turns out it's the middle-aged <laughs> Chinese couple who lives next door. <laughs> Secretly North Korean ninjas. <laughs> Here's a great thing is also, uh, if you ever have to protect anything, I recommend building a booby-trapped secret vault under your driveway that's voice <laughs> yeah. activa- activated has and has a pit of green goo in the floor, which is not to be confused with the green goo that makes you a strong baby or the blue goo that makes you give birth <laughs> what, no matter what you're made out of. This is a green goo like Indiana Jones meets Nickelodeon. Yeah, like, like, like why did it have to be goo? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, I and flamethrowers and uh, all of it. Just build that under your driveway in case you ever need to protect anything. Yeah, and make the only secret way to get in a panda dance, <laughs> which I think we could all agree was pretty delightful. It was super solid. Um, most of the lessons from Junior you don't need because you're not going to actually give birth to it. But right, um, Super Babies is a tough one to take something away from. You know, I I recommend I, well, not trying to decode what they're saying because it's not good. That's probably that's probably a good lesson. Just it's just let let some secrets let them keep it. If you if if <laughs> if, if your your baby is a girl, no matter how tough she is, make sure she knows that she has to be about heart and love. That's yeah, and the important pink. and pink. She cannot be a tough girl. We don't like that. Yeah, and if your baby is a boy let... and scared of things, he is a boy and he will be brave. Right, he <laughs> and is your brave little soul. If he's a little wackadoodle, put him in a giant bouncy ball. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Don't they let good to go. Aerosmith knock up your wife. That's a big <laughs> one. Like, don't let him do it. Well, it was a roadie. If it had been actual Aerosmith, it would have been different. 
No, they clearly, they clearly led me to believe that it was Aerosmith, and I made a little like flow chart about which one I thought it would be, and I was pretty sure I ruled out Tyler or Perry and and Steven Tyler. I had those both out. Oh. Also, you ruled out Tyler Perry. <laughs> did have ty- he wasn't it either. He's not Aerosmith anymore. I'm pretty sure yeah. it wasn't Perry Mason or Tyler the Creator. <laughs> That's it for our show, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for helping Ezra get ready for the baby leave. Uh, we're going to miss you unless you're here next week, in which case we won't start missing you, but we won't talk to you. It's going to be real awkward. It will be awkward. I'll look forward to that. Next week, we are talking about the Oxford murders. This is sponsored by Sarah, who says this, quote, uh, Like the main character, I'm a grad student abroad, and I have a deep affection for silly murder mysteries. I thought this would check all my boxes, but it was awful. So uh, a, good, a good effort at box checking does not work out. That is next week. Should be fun. All right. Yeah. I'm, in, I'm intrigued. I like silly murder yeah. mysteries, so that's kind of fun. Nothing wrong with that. Also, if any of us ever have to go on murder leave, we'll be ready. <laughs> oh, God. Is that to kill or to get killed? <laughs> it depends. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I've been killed. I'll be on murder leave for two weeks. <laughs> well, okay, so that one's not going to happen because I'm going to live forever, so I'm not worried about unpaid, that. Unpaid. Unpaid. <laughs> <laughs> We're a generous show. We'll give you two weeks of murder, paid murder leave. We are generous. <laughs> We're going to talk about this. Yeah, we are. Uh, also, uh, th- uh, if you want to send Ezra your best wishes at Ezra Fox on Twitter, you can also send Ezra's best wishes to Chris at C. Walter Smith. Yay. <laughs> he likes Classic them. Chris. Yeah, he likes hearing about... Uh, I'm Chris. <laughs> <laughs> He's Chris. Classic Chris. Um, oh. Also, we're at, at read underscore weep on Twitter at fa- facebook.com slash weep. And you can send us email podcast at read weep.com. I'm at Alex underscore Falcone, and this is at Nick's funeral. I was supposed to say, I was supposed to say something. It would be uh, great if it was allowed. Uh, you can follow him at, on Twitter, and you could also read his letters to his not future son. Also, here I got an actual plug. If you're in Chicago in the next two weeks, you should come see my play. It's called Goodbye Night. Thank you. Where is it? Cool. It's going up at the Flatiron Building as part of a Collaborations Sketchbook 2049. I don't know what any of those mean, but that sounds cool. Uh, I don't know if any of those were words. They, yeah, they is definitely, it a iron building, like in New York? I know he's speaking nope. words, but I just don't know if he's communicating. <laughs> mm. uh, it all sounds like babbling to me. Yeah, it's backwards. Uh, anyway, uh, and it was, it was uh, no son of mine, right? No son of mine.com? Yeah. Awesome. It is a good URL. You're right. Thanks for joining us, Nick. Hey, thank and thank you guys for having me. I, uh, uh, Ezra, I'm sorry for your loss of <laughs> your freedom and your time and your livelihood. Uh-huh. It's all right. I'm... I mean, I, I think I have some goo that should pretty much solve everything. <laughs> <laughs> what color, though? You know, it's all hard. It, it's all colors. All right. We'll be back next week. Goodbye, everybody. No refunds. You gotta have something. 